Hi and welcome to the Delivery Manager Daily Podcast where I, Mario De Cristofano, will talk to you about life as a digital delivery manager. Uh, we'll talk about strategy, tactics, things to do, not to do, and wrap that up in a way which makes sense for you. This is a daily series of podcasts which are released on both your favourite podcast software but also a video version on YouTube if you wish. So if you want to get in touch, get involved in the podcast, maybe be a sponsor or just have an opinion, uh, get in touch via Twitter at MarioDC. And don't forget to check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube, The Delivery Manager Daily. We are flying today. Welcome to episode seven of the Delivery Manager Daily. I'm Mario De Cristofano and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about as a delivery manager, the shadows that you cast on your teams and your clients, some of the things that I've learned, the mistakes that I've made. And we'll spend 15 minutes talking through some of those uh, learnings and hopefully you'll be able to take away um, some interesting things to think about, some tactics to deploy and just to help make you a better delivery manager. If this is your first time to the podcast, welcome. Uh, We're available on uh, all the major uh, podcast delivery uh, networks and platforms, uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and we're also available on YouTube. And do follow the Twitter uh, feed uh, at DM underscore daily using the hashtag uh, delivery manager daily if you want to ask questions or get involved with the podcast too. So thanks for listening and let's get started. Um, So, yeah, the shadows that you cast and what that actually means. So I am a big bloke. I'm about uh, so (laughs) talking, talking about the physical shadows first. Right. So I'm a big bloke. I'm six foot, six foot one and I'm pretty heavy set and I'm an effective communicator both verbally i think but also with my body language and, and we're, a lot of us are a, a little bit better uh, at uh, body language than we maybe think because a lot of it is entirely natural the way that we convey happiness displeasure temper uh, all done through the way that we move uh, our eyes our facial expressions our micro gestures now it's very easy to not be mindful as a leader as a delivery manager as someone looking after and responsible for teams and team success it's very easy to forget the impact that you can have on others now the impact that you can have is uh, the, the the physical impact of um, making people feel uncomfortable or people feeling that you're aggressive or maybe confrontational and putting people under pressure both cognitively and, and, and physically and sometimes, uh, depending on the, the size of the prize and, you know, the size of the project, the stakes are high. And, and as human beings, we're human beings. But one of the main mistakes that I used to make for a very long time was to um, I've been quite good at being multifaceted in terms of my skills. You know, I can tackle most workflows and know enough about most things to be reasonably sensible in them. So, you know, I'm not a user experienced expert but i know enough about user experience to know what's right and wrong um, i'm not a developer but i know a smattering of computer languages and know fundamentally um, the importance of good devops uh, i'm not a devops engineer but i understand devops to a level where i understand devops etc and what that and, I, and i've been able to do that um and, and have those skills for a, for a while and being completely blind to expecting people to have like a an interest outside of their their domain knowledge 
across everything else and me getting frustrated with them because you know a developer didn't really care about testing or a tester didn't really care about project management or a project manager didn't really care about developing and and really showing that I was frustrated and letting that pollinate within a team and it, I had some really really difficult times at the you know the earlier parts of my career and I've not always won hearts and minds both with the client in fact I think at the start of my career uh, one of my bosses said my people skills suck and that's actually lived with me to this day and I'd like to think that that's not the case now but that was definitely a you know a cold hard truth when I heard it at the time thought I knew it all and actually didn't um but I've built up over time this kind of empathy uh, this practical empathy for people, understanding that not everyone is the same. So all the all the standard cliches, right, that, that you're aware of, you know, there are many ways to success. It doesn't always have to be done your way as long as it's getting done, etc, etc, etc. And I knew that in my head. I didn't particularly practice it either. But more over the last 10, 5, 10 years or so, and actually realising that if you want to be a leader, um, <coughs> excuse me, while I choke, um, a quick drink. Sorry about that. Um, I should get some merch, shouldn't I? And be able to sell it midway through the podcast. Um, so over the last kind of five, ten years, really uh, recognising that if you want to be a leader, <clears throat> um, you need to embrace people and you need to create, you know, as little friction as possible and be able to work with people and give them what they need to deliver uh, as a team and often people want to be heard they want to be listened to they want to know why they're doing what they're doing they want to know and have confidence that you as a delivery manager as someone responsible for them that they'll be protected from the client's bullshit or the political bullshit of the company that you work for that you will put your mortgage on the line for them um now that sounds really quite um bold but you know but I've got colleagues that hopefully are listening to this podcast in in other parts of the world that have seen me do it as I've grown my career and grown the minerals um to actually put my mortgage metaphorical and actual mortgage on the line time and time again for my team being authentic and doing the right thing rather than um you know uh either the party line or something that's so abhorrently wrong uh, you know, you're just pushing your team under a bus and going, well, it's, it's not my problem. As a delivery manager, you've got to get comfortable with the book stops with you. And I get frustrated with often I find myself um, trying to fill in the gaps of where people aren't able to do things. And there'd be so many times where I'd get frustrated with that and let those frustrations show with my team. And all that does is it alienates me from my team and what they're doing and what they think of me. And it's that adage of, you know, to get people to do the right thing, they have to want to do it, know why they're doing it and want to back you. Uh, and a bit like, you know, being in an army, you know, if you're the sergeant major, they need to, if you want loyalty, you have to both show it and be that exemplar of doing the right thing. So what I've done over the, the last kind of few years is really worked on um, 
making sure that teams are clear and have competency demonstrated to them with the things that I do. Some of the things that I talk about in this podcast have come from years and years of practical experience of what works, what doesn't, making mistakes. Being able to be transparent and vulnerable and put yourself on the line. And, you know, I have no issue um, talking with the team and saying, well, I'm not an expert in this particular uh, field. Or I also have no issue calling someone out on what I think is something wrong, but done in a way doesn't make someone feel like shit and I think one of the biggest skills that I've learned as a delivery manager and if not you should too is actually learning to delegate there are many projects that I work on where it looks like I don't do a lot and yet everyone um, attributes you know the success uh, to some of the things that I've done and actually and I'd have never said this years ago so there's an example of learning but I've learned that to be successful on the project um, you're better off having a team around you doing the work, being happy to do it, and you there to take the punches and protect them. Everyone gets what they want. You do your job as a leader. They get to do what they need to do as a team. And between you all, you get to move towards a point of success. It's really hard um, when you're passionate about wanting to do the right thing. And you're, uh, you know, my particular character is I enjoy working hard and, you know, doing those extra hours. I'm fortunate and privileged to do a job that I love doing and it's my hobby as well as my career. So expecting everyone to be the same, you know, is something that I stopped doing a while ago and, and not expecting everyone you know, to some people it's a job. To some people their role is a job, whether they're a tester or a QA or a BA, they have other things. And, you know, that's okay. And learning about people and what they want and what their needs are and being able to be transparent and again, vulnerable, right, as a leader, being honest, uh, which I'm going to talk about next. So being honest as a leader, uh, what does that mean? So one of the things I do mobilising projects and getting teams together is making sure that they're clear of the scope. And that scope is the scope that is the actual scope rather than the one that's been woolied up in the scope of work. So we've all been in the position where the sales team have sold something and it's in no way in alignment to what the delivery team have got to deliver. And you end up already behind, uh, you know, your two sprints off and you've only started yesterday and already everything's on fire. Now, I've learned to eliminate that particular scenario by being absolutely transparent and from in fact I won't let the teams mobilize without that synergy between a scope of work that the clients agreed to and a practical um, set of backlog tasks and a scope of work that is clear and that makes sense for the team it has to be practical tangible things that people understand that if you just you know I think I said in another episode as a team you have to be able to describe what you're doing in a couple of sentences that your mum would understand If you don't or you can't and you're a little bit too nervous to speak up and say, I'm sorry, I don't get this, um, then there's something wrong. And your job as a delivery manager is to make sure everyone understands what they're doing and it's clear and hopefully they, they see the value and can get behind it. But you also need to have that pragmatism to acknowledge people that maybe think, oh, this is just a job to me or I don't particularly agree with this way of doing it. But and getting everyone onto that same page using a I guess a, a human um, using human interaction and, and being a human being rather than this dogmatic dictatorial you will do this because that's your job that has rarely gotten um, success well certainly not for me and and the more senior that I get I realize that you know the the softer approach even though it's not my natural 
you know, my natural character, those that know me know I'm not particularly soft and I am quite um, confident would be the nicest word. But the ability to kind of temper that and tone it down at the right point and understand that, you know, there are other people on the team. That's really helped me shine, I think, as a delivery manager and something that uh, I've not always been able to do. So as a delivery manager, think about the shadows that you cast on people. Think about when you're pissed off. Do you show that to your team? Is it appropriate to show it to your team? Do you recognise that actually, you know, going to work and being a leader involves being consistent? And and also it's a little bit of being on show almost on stage. And actually, um, you know, your teams need to see that steady water approach. They need to see that you're a steady, uh, you know, a steady constant on the project. And if you're coming in pissed off and angry and woe is me and the project's on fire and everything's shit and it's not my problem as a DM, it's the people above me, then I think you're doing the team a disservice and not doing your job as a DM. Your Part of your job is to, whether it's fair or not, take responsibility for those things. And even if it's not right, take responsibility in front of the team to make sure that they're clear, um, that they're going to be protected. And what you'll generally find is that that loyalty um, and desire to want to help you will pay off. The downside is you've got to have the minerals, I guess, as a delivery manager, because you've got to put yourself in harm's way. But that's why you're a delivery manager. I'd love to hear what the DMs do when it comes to thinking about how their behavior shapes their team. Uh, a, a scenario that I always talk about. I used to use this power almost, almost a superpower um, in the past. Um, probably wrong. I can, because of my physical presence and size and shape and the way that I communicate, maybe the way I sound, um, we've all seen it. A strong person can come into the room and change the tone of a room. And there's two ways that they can change that tone. They can either change the tone to be relaxed and open and honest and transparent, or they can make the room clam up and the air ionizes and it all gets a bit tense and people become a little bit apprehensive. Now, that situation, that, that, that negative element is something that I used to weaponize and, and use if I was having a Mardi or uh, I lost my temper about something or I was just pissed off with the team. Or even if I was pissed off with something that happened outside the project, maybe I'd take it out on the team. Now, that's real kind of dick behavior and something that, you know, as a project manager, delivery manager, you hopefully learn very quickly to not do. But then it got me thinking about, well, if I've got the power to do that, if I've got the power to go into a um, coffee shop and make the barista fluster so they break, you know, they drop the drink or spill the coffee and then that gives me something to moan about. Um, if I've got that power, why don't I use it to try and do the opposite, to make people feel comfortable and to make people feel that they can say anything they want to say and they'll be safe and to make people feel that they can approach me and talk and that is so powerful and empowering not only for the team but for me um, and I do really thoroughly recommend that as you as a delivery manager be become if you're not already aware and maybe you should think about look yourself in the mirror and think you know what impact do I have on people what would the people say to me um, versus what they'd say behind my back um, do I lose my temper? Do I get pissed off? Do I show that? When was the last time I protected my team? When was the last team time I, you know, maybe pushed someone under the bus? Um, 
do yourself a self-audit, a self-assessment almost, and think about the impact that you have. You'll find often that there are loads of little micro things that you do over the course of a day or a week with your team that you may be not aware of. And if you look back and think, oh, maybe I could have handled that better or, or maybe I was a little bit insensitive there. And what I tend to do to keep myself honest is kind of once a week is just look back over the conversations I've had. And if I've made a mistake or I've fucked up, correct it. Mistakes are OK. Um I'm not particularly scared myself of making mistakes. I think it's about how quickly you can recognise that they're mistakes and then work to fix them um, and hopefully not make a similar mistake in a similar situation again. Now, I'm OK with that and, and has, has done me pretty well. I think part of the problem in in um, business now is we're all scared of, of kind of messing up. So we'd rather do nothing at all and be impotent. But as a delivery manager, have a think about kind of the shadows that you cast. Read the uh, the, the blog on my blog, The Shadows You Cast. And if you've got ideas or comments or questions, you can comment on Twitter uh, using the hashtag uh, Delivery Manager Daily uh, if you want to get involved and we'll pick those up on the next live episode. So The Shadows You Cast as a delivery manager, have a think about the impact you have on people. But for now, have a great afternoon. Good talking to you.